Welcome everyone to another episode of the Plus Two Comedy Podcast. I am your host, TV's Noah, and thank you for joining me for this very special bonus episode. This episode is not like our previous episodes. This one is making your nerd dream job a reality. Basically, Plus Two Comedy likes to go to conventions, and besides just doing stand-up, we like to do a panel on how to achieve your nerd dream job, whether it be voice acting, YouTube videos, alternate reality games, whatever those things are, uh, professional wrestling even. So we try to give advice to the people who have not tried yet to inspire them to get out there and make their nerd dream job a reality. And this one was recorded live at NecoCon. So we'd like to thank NecoCon for allowing us to perform there. Now, we do a very special thing with these uh, episodes. We have very special sponsors. These are the nerds that were trying to make their nerd dream job a reality. So, this episode of the Plus Two Comedy Podcast is brought to you by Ring of FireCon. Ring of FireCon is a multi-genre convention to celebrate cosplay and fandoms of all kinds. For fans, by fans. Will Plus Two Comedy be there? There's actually a really good chance Plus Two Comedy's going to be there. It's not official yet, but uh, we're in talks, so, you know, we might be there. It'll be a good time. Uh, so for more information, I need you to go to rofcon.com. Not RaffleCon. Ring of Fire. R-O-F-Con. It's going to be a really fun con. It's multi-genre, so it has your anime, your comic books, your video games. It's going to be a fantastic convention. Some of the same people that run NecoCon also work for Ring of FireCon. So if you had a good time at NecoCon, I highly recommend you check out Ring of FireCon. Also, it's brought to you by Gwen Fox of Spirit Fox Designs. Now, they were not uh, able to give me a website, but they have here that they do belly dance, comic art, and costumes. So if you're interested in any of those things, I recommend you check out Spirit Fox Designs, and you can contact them at spiritfoxtribal at gmail.com. This episode is also, also brought to you, excuse me, also brought to you by Black Girl Nerds. Black Girl Nerds is a blog for the African-American female. But to be honest, as a white guy, I enjoy it as well. There's some really interesting things here. They uh, talk to the fans a lot about fan things. And uh, just a great nerd blog for nerd information. And if you're a big fan of it, they sell mugs and keychains and laptop bags. So be sure to check out Black Girl Nerds at blackgirlnerds.com. Com. It's also brought to you by, I hope I say this right, ZellasArt.com. Zella's Art is a fantastic artist. Uh, I'm looking through their stuff right now on Zella's.Etsy.com. I'm not an idiot. I know what Etsy is. Zella's.Etsy.com. They have lots of buttons, like a a whole mess of buttons. Also, they have some leggings, lots of Totoro, uh, which, of course, makes me very happy. Uh, so there's a great deal of Totoro. Uh, there's some Hunger Games, some uh, Harry Potter. There's a steampunk snitch. What is this? A steampunk snitch brass pocket watch necklace. Huh. I hope my girlfriend doesn't listen to this because I'm about to buy that. That looks awesome. 
So if you want to check that out, you can check out zealousart.com, zealous.etsy.com, or zealous.deviantart.com. Oh, there's more. There's more. It's also brought to you by the voice acting twins. You can check out these two fantastic voice actors. They did a lot of fan dubs on YouTube. So you can check those guys out at youtube.com slash voice acting twins. They have some Digimon videos as well as some Kingdom Hearts 2 videos that I really enjoy. So if you hate Haley Joe Osmond, check out the voice acting twins. They're really fantastic. And finally, really going to butcher this name. So get ready. It's brought to you by Atel, A-L-T-E-I-L. It is a turn-based card tactics strategy game. It's really hard to say, but it looks really fun. They just uh, did a Kickstarter, and they asked for $40,000, and they actually ended up with almost $60,000. So they have a lot of fans behind them. So if you want to check out this really cool game... uh, I'll spell it to you because I can't pronounce it. A-L-T-E-I-L dot com. At Tell Horizons. It's fun. <laughs> Even if you can't pronounce it correctly, it's still fun. So that'll do it for our sponsors. Thank you to everyone at uh, NecoCon that came out to this panel. Uh, you can check out all the people I just said down in the links. And, wow, this has been a long intro. We're already hitting like six minutes. So real quick, I have to say, we released our first ever premium episode you can check that out at podbean no at plus two comedy that's the only place you can get it it's just plus two got dollars and i'm not re-recording this so i don't care if i'm stumbling it's just plus two dollars it's the character select showcase it's over an hour of great comedy from plus two comedy along with Derek badachek short stack and alex perlman <sighs> now that we got that out of the way take it away kirby crackle Hey guys, thank you so much for coming. This is making your nerd dream job a reality. Uh, this is a little. This is more of an informal discussion panel that we do, uh, and the goal of this panel is to uh, show you the mistakes that we've made, so you don't make them in your quest to make your nerd dream job a reality. Uh, between uh, the four of us, uh, we've held many different nerdy jobs, and we just want to help you guys, you know, achieve what you want to achieve. So. Coming to this panel shows that you, you have the ambition, or you just wanted to see us again, which is fine. But uh, thank you guys so much for coming, and uh, we're going to try to make this as much about you as possible, and less about us, which is hard for us. Uh, to start, uh, my name is Noah Houlihan. Uh, I am a stand-up comedian and part of Plus Two Comedy. Uh, I also run a podcast. Uh, it started as a radio show, and it's now moved to the internet. It's called the Plus Two Comedy Podcast, because I'm really good with coming up with original names. Uh, I also work as a ring announcer and a referee for professional wrestling. Uh, I've also created a few alternate reality games. Uh, that's the part that no one ever cares about. Uh, I'm also a birthday party clown. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody starts somewhere. Yeah, it's it's a good time. Will, how about you, sir? 
Ah, hi. My name's Will Liam. Uh, I'm also in Plus Two Comedy, so I do a lot of this stuff, which is fun. Uh, I wrote a webcomic. I didn't draw it because I have no artistic ability, but I wrote it, and then other people turned it into really cool stuff. Right. And I, ro- I did a radio show, a nerdy radio show, and I wrote a technology blog for China, for an English-speaking Chinese uh, newspaper. I laugh every time he says it that. It was for Apple products, and I, at the time I, I owned no Apple products. So I just, like, it's great. Our glorious communist overlords approve them, so we should all buy them. Yes. You know, assuming you're not building them yourselves or something. Yeah, if you, I mean, you probably engine. know how good they are. You, you guys were able to be the Chinese, sir. <laughs> you are on par with Loki and the Joker. <laughs> His first article was on a Granny Smith. <laughs> And who's that talking over there? Uh, hi, guys. Uh, my name is Carl Custer. I'm, I'm doing programming all this weekend. Uh, stage name Uncle Yo. Um, I have Noah's exact resume as well. I'm a geek-specific stand-up comedian. I perform at a lot of conventions. I'm doing 26 events this year alone. Help us all. Um, I run the podcast We Are the Geek. I've released a couple of uh, written items on Kindle. I'm a playwright by nature. Um, got a couple of projects upcoming in New York we'll talk about in a little bit but for the most part yeah started in theater went into com went into conventions not specifically comedy because I loved conventions the only thing I knew to do was yell about things I liked for a while difference is when you're holding a microphone people think that you're taking it seriously this is true so that's good if any of you want to run for public office anytime soon yeah have a microphone yeah (laughs) And finally, uh, I'm Vegas Lancaster. I'm the third member of Plus Two Comedy. Uh, they've been at it longer than me. I've been with them for the last year or so. It's been a blast. Uh, I've also done like a tiny bit of voice acting work for National Geographic. Uh, I was off off Broadway in a musical based on like a 90s cult film. Uh, acted and directed in a few comic book plays that have been in fringe festivals. I love you. I, improv, Vegas. <laughs> Vegas, improv, improv. Oh, and uh, I do uh, improv comedy. I, I'm uh, no improv. Something funny yeah, right do, now. Do, do uh, improv. No, I'm kidding. Yeah, Vegas Lancaster at a pet shop. Go. <laughs> hey, are these pets for sale? <laughs> yes, and they're on fire. <laughs> uh, I'm with the uh, Philadelphia N crowd. It's uh, voted the number one comedy show in Philadelphia by Philadelphia Magazine. Woo. Thank you for the woos. Uh, so every time we do this panel, it's a little different because we like to cater it towards the crowd. So I'd like to ask you guys, what are you interested in doing? Do you want to you know, be illustrators? Do you want to be voice actors? Do you want to do comedy? Yeah. Do you want to create alternate reality games? Don't so, all raise your hands so at Vegas, once. So Vegas, you and I have like the longest reach mics. Let's see if we can actually uh, grab... Get out actually, my mic is crowd. also wireless. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I, I think... I think we can both run around, but uh, yeah, raise your hand and tell us why uh, you want it. Why, what brought you here? What your nerd dream job is? Let me start with you, sir. Um, well, right now I'm in school for uh, game design, so that's what I want to ultimately do with my career is uh, get into some programming, uh, design, and uh, maybe some uh, story writing. Is this specifically okay. uh, for video games? Um, the school is specifically for video games, but we branch out into uh, board games. Um, into uh, webcomic games, stuff like that. Perfect. Very nice, very nice. Vegas, you're, you're, already, your you're already holding um, in your arms your, your prime game tester. Uh, yeah, she's also the main 
So you're like Stu, you're like <laughs> Stu Pickles. If if Tommy Pickles likes it, then the other Rugrats will as well. Exactly. <laughs> Up front here, Little what do you adorable. guys want to do? I want to be a voice actor. All right, so we have one voice actor. Okay. Oh. Who else? You're at an anime convention and you're surprised to find a prospective voice actor. Yeah. I, have you I, ever been to an anime I'm convention so surprised. before? And write, writing anything has always been oh, my sorry. thing. So. I recommend getting a pen. Yes. So we got and a writer. something to write on. We got, I'm coming around to you. Vegas, do you have someone we'll on your side? We'll run out of skin very quickly. Right here. I want to do something in the gaming business, but I have no artistic ability at all. <laughs> all right. That doesn't business. limit you. I'm okay. thinking management. Yes. All right, what do you guys want to do? Uh, I want to be a writer and a voice actor. And I pretty much just want to do voices, you know? Very nice, very nice. All right, so voice actors and writing. The joy of the New York City subway. You can do voices anywhere, anytime. <laughs> Sometimes they'll give you money to stop. <laughs> That's Vegas, how someone on your side? you can be. Right here. Um, um, I, I do a lot of sound work for theater, and I was really thinking about doing um, sound design for video games. Sound design. Nice. Oh, man. That's Sounds a good one. Super important. <laughs> All right, and you? And you? A mangaka and an animator. You want to be an animator. Okay, excellent, Perfect. excellent. Right. Does anyone have any more that have not been said yet? A lot, wow. Series design and production. So, the, so both the creative and technical execution of, of a filmed web series. Screening, yes. Okay, That's you and I are going to be very good friends by the end of this. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. I want to be a comic book artist. Comic book artist. Good. Okay. Very nice. Very nice. Right here with the Egg McMuffin. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to be a game composer or a compose any type Ooh, of music. Ooh, game really composer. For a, for a series, television. Musical talent. Like Vegas, that. you should give him your ukulele. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think we've gotten that one before. That's a good one. Yes, sir. Mostly uh, writing and traveling and then some like DM game mastering and music composing and voice acting on the side. Okay, everything. Everything. <laughs> you <laughs> just a, said ditto to the last one. ten people. <laughs> okay. Right awesome. here. Yes? Costume designing and special effects makeup. Costume designing. Nice. I'm coming. For film or, or um, stage? Both. Preferably. That is the correct answer. <laughs> you will always have work. Yes, sir. I want to be a prop maker for Prop maker. Okay, wow. We got a lot of different ones this time. This is exciting. This is a good one, yeah. We got one more, I guess. One more? Uh, like, kind of like do reviews for stuff, like mainly video games, just so I can express. <clears throat> reviews? Get my anger issues out on it, but just a review so people can see different opinions. Cool. Okay. Okay. And yes, sir? I'd like to do voice acting and tabletop game design. Tabletop yes. game design. Okay. Okay. Rock and roll. All right, I want to run back to the stage. <laughs> what do you got? I'm a blogger and a podcaster, and I just want to be able to make money off of it. Uh, <laughs> all right. Nice try. <laughs> yeah. I, like I know your that moxie. feel, bro. <laughs> what do you got? Um, a voice actor and a Foley artist. What's a Foley artist? I forget. People who have sound effects. Oh, that's all? <laughs> They're people who draw Talk to Mick our composer. Foley. We have enough prospective oh, talent. Yeah, a couple of you Broadway. guys should just link up Gr- and Grab make a that project. Team Rocket guy right now. Vegas, go. I know what he wants if to be. If you say steal Pokemon, he wants be to be the very best. Like none of you ever were. <laughs> Not either, uh, like character design or voice acting. Okay, okay. So a lot of voice acting is what I'm hearing. A lot of game design. Um, just a large, large, uh, <laughs> large net we got to cast here. 
Um, Most excited. As Vegas runs over to, to our last gentleman. We got more? Uh, All right. The, the, Stop the, making the poor boy run. He missed breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> That's his fault. Yeah. Hey, my knee hurts. I'm, I'm done I running. I wish I could Good be point. a Disney historian. I'm watching the videos historian, but I, w- I saw these videos of a defunct Walt Disney World track that used to be at Epcot Center called Horizons. It, it was there from 1983 through 1999. It was part of Epcot Center. It was presented by General Electric. They shut it down. I wish they would. It talks about the future and how in the past they had their own futures. All right, so you want to make the future. <laughs> yeah, I had a little trouble hearing Spoiler, that. Spoiler, it's the speaker. automatically made. Yes. I just did it okay, now. Okay, interesting, interesting. <laughs> and Stop now. it. You're being too meta. All right, and then we're going <laughs> to gra- right. grab this last one, and then we're going to let Vegas come there back up no here. There is no last one. Let him come back to the stage. <laughs> it was on the way. Translator you. for turning um, Japanese subs into uh, translating from Japanese and putting it into subs and maybe translated it to dub. You want to be a translator? Translator. Yes. Fantastic. Okay. You just translated the fact that she said that yes. she wanted to be a translator. <laughs> you Do you promise right. to be better so, than everyone that currently works in that industry? I, I'm, I'm going to, Dude, to say what you want, crunchy rolls give you oh, what hard. many people will think is the dumbest piece of advice but it is the greatest piece of advice I was ever given, and it, it's something that needed to be said out loud to me. If that's what you want to do, do it. <laughs> I know it sounds dumb, but there's this weird thing that we do uh, when we, we talk to you know younger folks and kids and things like that. Our, our, one of the big questions that always comes up is, what do you want to be when you grow up? I think we all grew up hearing that question. What do you want to be when you grow up. And for some reason, those last couple words, when you grow up, implies that you can't do it now, that you have to wait till you're older. And then when you get older and you want to be that thing, you'll realize that all the people that are that thing started when they were like eight. So It's also the hardest part about when they say when you grow up, that implies that there's a set time. That implies that after you leave high school or you leave college, you suddenly cross a threshold and ding, you're suddenly a professional. It's a very gradual build of skills and one of the most important parts uh, for people just getting started. Everything that you're doing, even if it's a project that ends up getting scrapped, even even if it's an article that gets stolen and your name rewritten off of it, that is still your portfolio that you are building up. Everything that you're doing for a client clients or whether it's uh, gratis or whether it's being paid for it, that is the next most important thing that you've done because it's the most recent thing that you've done. So it's done at the top peak of your skills at that moment. Spielberg today would do Jaws very differently than Spielberg back in the 70s. That's a good point. That's a really good point. Mainly Jaws would take place in World War II. Yes. <laughs> Probably. Yes. Yes. And the shark, you would see a lot of the shark, you'd be in 3D. Tom but, Hanks would play him. Yeah, if you're wondering, just there's a whole part in Back to the Future, too, where it explains what Jaws would be like now. So don't, <laughs> we don't have to dwell on it. Uh, so the big thing to do is to start doing it. Now, it sounds like a lot of you guys said that you were in school, which is great that you guys are, are building towards it. Uh, I guess we'll start with game design. Uh, game design is it's a tough field. It's very competitive. Uh, you know, I personally am not a game designer, but I have a lot of friends that are currently working in game design. They do both board game and uh, video games. Uh, we actually just had them on our podcast. They're called Time's Up Interactive. Uh, and they're just these, it's a very small group of people who are very dedicated and want to get their product out there. Uh, if 
you are those things. If you are very dedicated and want to get your things out there, there are ways to do that. Uh, if you are just one guy and you want to make a video game, there are tons of platforms to do that. Uh, some of the greatest games that I've ever played are on Congregate. Yeah. And you, that is just a place where you can upload your games. And believe it or not, you can make some money off of that. You're not going to get... I'm sorry. <laughs> you just broke her dreams, Noah. <laughs> you broke her dreams. Yeah. It, it's not going to be quitting your job money, but it, you can make some money. I, I know that uh, I will tip people on Congregate. You can give the game creators some money as like a thank you. Uh, that Basically, when I play a game where I'm like, I would have bought this and been very happy. I will definitely throw them some money. Uh, so when it comes to uh, game design, it's it, it's all about finding people you can trust to work with and finding an idea that you're all happy with. And then it's all about just finding having the necessary skills. If you're not the composer, find the composer. Where'd the composer go? <laughs> Team up with him. Find that guy. Here we go. On a Make wider, that video game. On a wider scale, it's also about team building and partying. Think of it like an RPG. It doesn't work if you have a party of white mages unless you are that hardcore. You do need the tank. You do need the healer. Think of the team from Inception. You need the producer. You need the straight man. You need the experienced guy. The people you want to pair yourself up with are the people who have already executed something. Not the big idea people. Everybody has ideas. But I'm going to quote Neil Gaiman on this one that has to be censored. Your idea is worth blank. Ooh. If you have a short story, put it in my hand right now. Put it. Oh, it's in your head? It's in your. Well, then I guess you don't have a short story. You have an idea. Democracy was a great idea. It didn't do anything until we put it into practice. The people that you want to link with are the people who compulsively do it despite how tired they are, despite if they have classes on the side. The most positive webcomic creators that, that I've spoken to on my show, We Are The Geek, and I grind them nonstop. When did you know that you could step down? When did you start catering to the, start catering to the fandom? When did you start taking care of the people who liked the idea that you had? They never stopped whether, whether it was a wedding that was getting in the way, whether it was grad school getting in the way, whether they were doing 40 hours a week. They did it because there was this compulsory need. The people that you want to hook up with, if you're, the com if you're a composer, you have songs already, that's who you bring to the character designer who already has preset character designs. Worst comes to worst, give yourself a prompt and just see if you can execute it. Where's my character designer earlier in the back? Uh, we, we had a character designer. Okay, your assignment, a steampunk wizard nice. from the Middle East. Ooh. Old school Middle East. Nice. See what you can do and draw from that. Know where your research are. You execute that, you drop it and say, someone just yelled at me to do this, and here's what I did. Bring the, bring the best and have your portfolio and resume ready. I think we need to start a new panel called Making Your Dream Job a Reality Show. <laughs> and we give people challenges no, like no, no. that. You make it like a Gordon Ramsay, like webcomic nightmares. <laughs> There's no debt whatsoever. This looks terrible. Andrew Hussey, control this better. What are you doing? You need a better fan service. No offense to the mass of Hussey. <laughs> <laughs> that was fantastic. And, and less offense meant to Gordon Ramsay, because he will cut you. Yes. 
He could come in here at any moment and throw us off yeah, the stage. True. It's very He scary. doesn't like us. No, he's not a fan. Uh, what else did we have? Oh, we had uh, a lot of voice actors. So we got to talk about voice acting for a little bit. There's uh, two ways to really divide it and two best ways to do this. You want a demo reel that is anywhere from 30 seconds, I kid you not, 30 seconds mm-hmm. to 45 seconds. Um, I hooked up with I hooked up with someone through a mutual friend. I did have to pay him, but what did I get? Great music mixing, great sound effects beneath it. I did one for characters, one for voices, because Lord knows they're all going to come out. That's specifically animation, web series, and then there's a big difference: infomercials, commercial work. Commercial work is being able to deliver the sentence in a way that everyone is able to follow, no matter how long the copy is, and they still follow you to the end. Of your point. Versus the many different voices, depending on what it is going to be. For voice actors, here's what you do. You go to Kickstarter. You look for people who are designing games and have already designed games before. We had the illustrator from this, the programmer from this. You send them an email. Hey, I'm a prospective voice actor. I'd love to work with you on this project. Can I send you my demo reel? Their eyes are going to light up when they see you have a completed demo reel, which is not just an Audacity file. And to use me in my closet. Shut up, Mittens! Mom, I'm doing my... Okay, here, here's, here's... I'm making here's, a career. Here's, 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 my, here's my Disney princess voice. Okay, this is my Disney princess voice. Okay, I'm done my Disney princess voice. Okay, here's my plumber voice. This is, I'm de- okay, that's my plumber voice. Got to know what you're doing. You're not going to do it on the first take. Learn Mm -hmm. whatever you can about audio engineering. But have that division. Professional, infomercial, commercial. What do I recommend? Um, Jump on the the free websites. I'm trying to remember the one. I haven't been there to like a year and a half, but it's something like voiceover, copy, um, free voiceover. I know what you're talking about. Oh, what is that called? (laughs) <laughs> it's going to come to us at the end, and I'm just going to yeah. scream in and interrupt Noah, and I apologize. Uh, that's that. fine. I, I look forward to it. But have the, div- have the division between the characters that you can do and be great at those characters. Mm-hmm. It, helps to, it helps to have 100 voices, but if you can do three voices great, yeah. look at Steve Bloom. He has one voice. He has the hangover voice. He can't turn that off, and it's spectacular for it. He's got that, Leron and the Harvey Fierstein voice. Go for it. Mel Blanc could do 100, but to be honest, a lot of his voices were just sped up in post-production. This is true. This yeah. is very true. Sylvester is, uh, Sylvester the Cat is Daffy the Duck, but sped up. Huh. You're not supposed to know that. Surprise. Yeah, uh, I know a lot of small towns will have a recording studio that, that yep. local uh, businesses use for advertising. Sometimes they'll help you. Sometimes you need to know what you're doing ahead, uh, ahead of time. You're going to have to pay, but you need... You can do a demo reel there. I know a couple yeah. of guys that have done that, and they do a little bit of commercial work, and, and that's how you make your money doing voice acting. Yeah. Radio, I- podcasting, the most important thing, know your temper, know your voice. Here's mm-hmm. what I recommend to you guys. Pick a short story. I like to do Dagon from HP Lovecraft. Try not to handle it like it's a stage play. Just read it out loud. Listen to Escape Artists, Pseudopod. Escape Pod, those are excellent skilled readers because they're not trying to do different voices for the different characters. They're just trying to get the point across in a nice rhythmic rhythmic way. That's what's making Welcome to Nightville so high in production because those mm-hmm. are people who have mm-hmm. done it for years. Joseph Fink knows what he's doing, knows what he's writing. Yes. Right. Uh, I'm going to say some uh, really quick things. Uh, the, well, the one joke I always make about voice actor is it's a lot like Pokemon. 
everyone wants to get to you know the the final four and everybody wants to get to indigo plateau but and that and that's new york that's where you know all the voice acting is but if you walk around enough you'll find someone that needs a voice actor i mean everyone's doing a youtube and like little animations little voice games and little voice games little games that need voice actors uh they can be found and they can help your demo reel what this generation has at their disposal that no one else ever has before is the ability to connect across the world work with people across the world instantly and rarely leave your desk which is good if you're a nudist but essentially there are all these free forums and the people who are still doing it the people who we have over here who are youtube celebrities hey ash what's your plane she just loved games and had a goal a lot of the big names out there who are somehow making a living off of it their name is going to tell you what they do brentel floss just released this wonderful public uh four-page essay to this kid who asked him out of the blue can you look at my web series and see what you think the people such as angry video game nerd nostalgia critic even their title tells you exactly what you're getting you start off with a really firm idea and you can pitch it and this is for all the writers out there i have sat opposite people who could have uh, taken my animated series and made it the problem was i didn't have a half an hour to contextualize so let's imagine that the twilight zone wrote the wonder years but was directed by foodie cootie who would want to watch that okay i got four that'll do that's a bit more than i got from fx but you'll see (laughs) Have your pitch and be able to deliver that pitch in a single sentence. That's what makes it work. Because what was was Avatar? Starcraft invading Warcraft with Pocahontas. Yeah. Yes. Uh, and I want to say this really quickly before we get into like more YouTube stuff. Uh, one is I, I was listening to uh, Maurice. I forget his last name. He's the voice of the brain. Lamarche. Uh, yeah, Maurice Lamarche. And they his asked first name him, is actually the great Maurice. Yes, yeah, the great Maurice Lamarche. I love him. He's he's the brain. He's a hundred voices on uh, Futurama. He's just fantastic. He's the voice of Lexus. And uh, <laughs> they asked him what was one thing that most new voice actors don't know that they need to know. And the answer was, you need to learn how to turn a page without making noise. (laughs) And it's so simple and obvious. But like, ooh, sorry. But the the idea that having to stop and wait every time because you hear like, (laughs) ruins everything. So I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, I recommend... Uh, and also, I know we had a lot of talk about uh, wanting to start a YouTube series and writing. Uh, Sean Cable from Underbelly just walked in, so I'm going to invite <laughs> him on stage. Yeah, don't hide. Give it up for Sean. Uh, Sean Cable is uh, behind Underbelly. He also uh, created From Start to Film, uh, which did a fantastic uh, Taylor Swift parody about the Philadelphia Eagles, which is not too relevant down here. Uh, he's also, you know, worked with us a few times, and, uh, and he's, he's got awesome hair. Thank you. Yeah. So, Thank you so tell us about the world of YouTube. Uh, you know, how would one go about creating a new show? Uh, well, I guess the first thing is to get the biggest thing out of the way, which would be um, there's going to be comments when you make a video and post it on YouTube. Shocking, I know. Um, and some of them will be very negative. <laughs> a few. Most of them. Well, yeah, no, they're almost, all negative. Almost they're all, all negative. All, it's, it's terrible. Entirely negative. Um, so you, 
as a YouTube creator, as, as just a filmmaker, or if you're doing a web show or a blog, a vlog, you just need to understand that there are going to be people who love what you do, and there are people who hate what you do. And the people who hate what you do sometimes just hate it just because. Because they're on the internet, you don't know them, they don't know you, and they can say whatever they want. So let's get that out of the way first. Well, do you also need it's that, It's weird that though. you felt like that was the first thing that people needed to know. It's, it's an like, important... They it will very crucify important. But you, you have to know well, that you need the negative feedback. Yeah. Well, not to improve yourself, but like in, uh, a video for something to get popular it almost needs as much negative review as it does positive review because it generates interest. Well, that's true. Never that's for, how never, Also, works. never forget that uh, Jim Lee, uh, the creator of Wildstorm Comics, was rejected by DC saying, this is a ridiculous art style. Yeah, he founded Wildstorm Comics. Well, see now that's very true that there can be a you know uh, a sort of reassurance. It's like okay, there are people who don't like this, so it's bringing some like attention to it. There are also people who don't like this, and you know it kind of reaffirms that I'm going to prove them wrong. But I also mean it that sometimes people will post a video and they may not get initially more positive than negative comments, so that it discourages people, and then they don't make any more. Figure out a plan. That's what I would say. Because the first, for an example, when when we did a, um, we were with a network in um, in New York when we did for Underbelly, and uh, we did a crossover video. In a sense, we did a video that was posted on another channel, and when we did it, we got slammed. People hated the video because we were in it, and it wasn't just the one guy who did his channel by himself. It was somebody else, and they were like, new people, oh my gosh, I don't like new things. Change, yes. not change. And, yeah, and it, was, and, it, and it was really, really negative. The thing is, we knew going into it that some people may not like it and that it's obviously not our channel, but... There's going to be a small percentage of people who are going to come and check out our stuff, and they're going to like our channel, and they're going to subscribe to it. So my thing with that, with the comment of the, the negative comments is set up a plan. Say you're going to make seven videos of, of maybe a series or a web series or just even if it's a vlog, and make it. And then after seven, evaluate. Is this working? Should I change something? What do people like? What people don't like? You may be pleasantly surprised that suddenly people are like, I love this. Make more of this. Because YouTube is really like, it's like a salad bar. You can just pick whatever you want, Mm -hmm. and that's all you see. You don't have to see anything else. If you don't like politics, you don't see politics. If you don't like sports, you don't see sports. If all you like is anime and gaming and movies, you can pick channels that are just that, and that's all you see. And, you know, I, I would encourage everybody who is even interested in doing, even if it's just one idea, to just go out there and just post it and see what happens. I mean, two more really quick posts that you'll say about that, especially the, the way that uh, social media is geared toward uh, selling directly to you. Whatever you're typing on, clicking on, big data is going to start filtering it together until they get everything that, that you're clicking for. I recommend to new creators... Say yes to everything. Say yes to everybody, every volunteer work. Build up your network and then start picking and choosing the people that you know are going to help you execute a project. Um, On the other hand, 
lost my train of thought. Okay. That's okay. Sorry, I can jump. Nice. I can jump That's off of that. That's gonna happen too. So, yes. um, so he he's saying reach out. Oh, oh, uh, don't re- that's it. Don't rely on social media just because you put it up on um, Twitter or Facebook. The way that they're set up now that they've been, they're no longer free, that they're all bought and owned by larger corporations. If you want something promoted, they're going to ask you for money first. Well, we'll put it on an extra 500 pages if you hand us $20 versus the most powerful people who will promote your work are your Fans, every hand that you shake at a convention, every person that you sit down and thank for, every fan that hands you something. I had a dude who would come to every one of my shows and hand me a Pokeball, and I didn't know what was going to happen after the sixth Pokeball, but he was able to toss it to me on stage from three rows back. I saw it, caught it because I had adrenaline going, and I hear a yell, that's six, yo! Oh, dude. But that guy went back to his high school got everybody his whole anime club to watch each of the videos that's a couple other hits every one of those kids went off to college i have performed at one girl's high school by request (laughs) college by request and now grad school this fall by request every different state and school she goes to is going to hopefully spread and maybe find you those two or three really cool fans who will stick with you you're not there to please the couple hundred thousand people but if you work with those 40, 50 people who support you and will always check up with you, they have friends and contacts. Find people with big families. I'm in the middle of seven and only boy network. This is true. This is very true. Yeah, I, I, I think that one of the great things about the internet in terms of video is that anybody can share it with anybody at any time. It's not like you have to have a DVD player or a VHS player, you know, where you just have to like, you know, bring it to your buddy's house and something like that. You can just email it. I mean, one of the big things about YouTube that they that they say is that a video should be under 5 minutes and that like the most easily shareable ones are two and a half mm-hmm. because you can watch a bunch of them during your lunch break or right after work or you know, wherever you might be on the train or something. And so when you're crafting your videos, having a plan is not easy. So, you know, you may go in, you may go, oh, I have this great idea to do this web series. Each video is going to be 14 minutes. And, you know, I'm sitting there saying that they should be shorter. And you might go, oh, no. Now I have to, like, make them shorter, like make them two and a half minutes. You don't. Because if your format works for you, it may work for 10 or 20 other people. And then they'll tell some people, like he, like he was saying, you know, um, that you spread the word through your fan base, through people who like what you do. Um, uh, what was, oh, oh, and the other thing I was going to bounce off, that's what it was. Uh, beta. Just get it out there. You may, it may, don't, don't wait for it to be perfect. Wait for it to be ready. If it's ready to go, just do it and go out. Because I'll say, for example, I'm a tech. I'm a tech nerd. I love cameras. I love equipment. I love just playing with that stuff and reading about it and testing it and going to stores and you know just looking at it and just I love it. But if I waited until I had you know a thirty thousand dollar movie camera before I made anything, I would have never made a web show. I would have never yeah, done right. anything. I don't know if Napoleon Dynamite might be starting to age for you guys, but. 
that the movie that came out was the seventh version of that movie that they had done. They six before they'd done almost the same movie, just changing a little bit, getting better stuff, getting better funding until finally they had enough to release it. And the secret formula was giving a llama some ham. Yeah, yeah. that's what did it. I want to I want to say this real quick, uh, and then I'm going to speed through a few things that need to be said. Uh, but Sean, how many do you think should be finished before you upload one? How many should be finished? Before how many, you right. how many should oh. you have before you start oh. putting it out? And that's another thing. We, I, one of the things that was really hard for Underbelly to do that I always wanted to do was have a backlog so that I could work at a nice pace on the future episodes while mm. other episodes were done. So we never really got that because we would always seem to somehow catch up to our date and we'd always be making them the week of or the week before. But I, I think ideally if, if you can have, if let's say you release twice a month, if you could have two to three months, that would be perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Now, uh, here's the thing. Obviously, it's not. And I'm saying it's beta. Just get it out there. If you could do four episodes and you release one every month, then you're great. Because you, you make them and you get excited and you want to go out there and you want to do it. But you don't fall behind. It see it. It's important. Well, that's very true. Because what it can do is it can just it, – it'll, it'll affect the quality of work you do. It'll affect how your product looks. Well, it'll kill your viewership too. Like if people are used right. to once a month, you miss that month. They're going to start to forget and they don't yep. check. They don't update. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, you know, with, and for a per, as a perfect example, with Underbelly, we have been working on a movie called Midnight Show. Um, and we got all caught up in that. And then our personal lives, and we're not making really anything from the show because we're doing it as, as sort of a love, and we're doing it as friends, and we're, you know, the money we do get, we throw back into like costumes and cameras and tapes and stuff. We fell off the wagon with that. And now we're in the process of, you know, working something out to try and finish up because we did have a backlog. So we have to, I have to post those. So, yes. Yeah. But yeah, that's a, it's a great, that's a great point. Because I, I will say with, uh, with my podcast, uh, which you can check out on plus2comedy.com, uh, we, I have, I have two in the can right now. Uh, I have Uncle Yo's episode and I have Brental Floss's episode. And right now we're recording this as a podcast. So, you guys are on it. yeah, you guys can listen to that. And then we're recording another podcast at uh, five o'clock with Charles Dunbar. So I want to have a month worth of podcasts in the can, and I'm still going to make another one on Thursday. It's nice to have that backlog and not and not worry that with uh, Thanksgiving coming up and Christmas coming up that I'm going to have to force another podcast on Christmas Eve. <laughs> so I, I highly recommend that you have a backlog. The most uh, successful creators um, commit to releasing content. Yes. Catering to that crowd. It's all about the, the, the big C where it's not the ones with four letters, but the big C's of anything creative is that you constantly create content. If they know they can rely on you, backlog whatever you did. I didn't release We Are The Geek publicly until I had seven episodes backlogged yep. to make sure that whoever I wanted as guests had time to either find an available evening because I'm always trying to talk to busy people because they're the ones that you want to talk to, the ones who are permanently busy because they have to be. Uh, really really quick to my writers, we're, we're getting a little crunch for time, so I, I just wanted to bring this up. If you're a writer, what are you doing here? It's National Novel Writing Month. You should be writing. Uh, if you don't know what NaNoWriMo is, it's where you write a 50,000 word uh, a novel in a month. Uh, by the end of the day, you should be at 3,000, or yes, 3,000 some words. Uh, I'm at zero because I've been here. Uh, so uh, what we're doing is we have a podcast. At, it's at 4.30, right, right, Chuck? All right. <laughs> Thanks. Is it at 5.30? 5.30. 
Yeah, at 5.30, we're doing a, a podcast with uh, Charles Dunbar. And then at 6.30, I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to order some pizza, and I'm going to hang out over there, and I'm going to have a little write-in. So if you guys want to come write with me, we'll talk about stories and plays and what we're going to do this month. Uh, so if you guys want to hang out with me, I'll be over there. It's an unofficial panel. Uh, so if you guys want to do that, and we'll work on writing, because we didn't get a really large uh, chunk of time to talk about writing in this panel like we usually get to. Uh, so I'll I'll talk about writing with you guys, and we'll get pizza. Is that cool? <laughs> uh, we're going to spend, we got about, I keep popping this microphone, and I'm sorry, we got like 10 minutes left, so I want to spend the, the last 10 minutes doing questions, so let's take some questions. And if uh, anybody knows a Harvey Dent missing a decision coin, there's one up here. There's a Harvey Dent in the dealer's room having a really hard time. <laughs> Go for it. On the topic of series, how long if you were going to take a break should you from when you stop like if you say like you want to, you need to take a week off or something would you just leave it at a week or what's the longest you as should? little as possible see there, there, to be honest i would say never just do a week because a week looks like you're not taking a time off it looks like you just missed a week uh if you if you know you're going to take some time off make that clear Yes. Uh, if you could Very end, much so. yeah. If you can end with a cliffhanger and then end that video with, "We're sorry, we're busy with something. We got major things coming up. Don't forget, we will be back next month with brand new content. Thank you so much. While you're in the waiting, make sure you check out our old videos. Blah 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 blah. Yep. So if you're going to take a break, always make sure it's known. Uh, try not to miss a week. That's that's a little bit rough. And never yeah. be ref- never be afraid of like an update video. Like I'm sure, yeah, like sure, sure it interrupts your sequence of videos, but that's what a playlist is for on YouTube. Yes, so that yeah. somebody can watch it. And all then the you way had a through. question down here, big guy. Yeah. Uh, my dream is to be a comic book artist. How would I go about that? Oh, I'm sorry, we never got to that. Uh, draw every day. <laughs> Absolutely off. excellent. Uh, secondly, portfolio. Is yes, make a portfolio. Uh, if you just you just want to be an artist, or do you want to also write it? It wouldn't matter uh, if you have the story. In terms of an artist, do you do you, uh, do you want to specialize in characters? Do you want to specialize in inking? Do you want to specialize in coloring? Concept? Do a lot of concept Interesting. Art. Okay, that, that may apply to gaming. Yeah. yeah. So Por- portfolio, I think, yeah. is really Por- what's portfolio, big. and and if- then you start showing it to people, and they will I mean, critique and hopefully direct you. If you have the idea and it's comics, you can always do the web comic route. Uh, that's comic? a good way to get discovered. I mean, Axe Cop started as a <laughs> a, a web comic, and I bought that comic book. And a dare. I read. <laughs> yeah. I read Doctor McNinja every. Yeah. It's every, it's fantastic. Every week. And uh, uh, Okami has a question. Yes, Okami, go. Um, as far as web series goes, what kind of cameras and. Do you need more than one to start out with? Or? Ah, ooh, great question. Oh, Sean ooh, loves technical. this question. All right, so um, obviously you need a camera, a tripod, and something to record audio. Um, in, in this order, I would say the most important is audio, camera, tripod. And not the audio on the camera, obviously. But no, I mean recorder. like separate audio, a, yes. a boom mic or... A lavalier, Le Pen, yeah. yeah, or, or yeah, something of that nature. Um, <laughs> You've got to have solid sound because yes. you can pick up crap. Nothing says amateur like crappy audio. <laughs> <laughs> I, I still do it with my podcast, but sometimes my, my podcast, when I start over by recording with uh, the software Pamela, it starts off 
Well, we're clearly both talking over computers, over phones right now. It seems like I'm just cupping my own right now. We feel like a NASCAR race announcer from the 20s. <laughs> I, I mean, I think... I think a fantastic example of that is Brental Floss. Brental Floss got very popular, and if you watch his old videos, like his video on Tetris, the sound is incredible. The video is obviously webcam. Yes, and and that's and that's an interesting thing that he actually he makes in the article that Uncle Yo mentioned um, is that you know tech or video visually isn't the be all end all in terms of web. It has a place, I argue, that once you start to get better and you're looking to do stuff that's more professional and and has more substance to it, uh, that you want it to look better. Um, but sound is big because people, for no matter what it is, when they hear a sound that is not clean and clear, mm-hmm. it seems to turn people off. It makes yes. them not want to watch, not even give it a chance. Because Brendel Floss does music, he can make it perfect and then lip sync to it. So it's a music video in that he can film it with whatever camera he wants. Um, I, I've done a couple of videos with him. Um, the, uh, the Space Odyssey Star for Fox. Star Fox, uh, the Pokemon um, STDs, and... Um, you know, we, we filmed on the best equipment that I had. We tried to make it as clean and polished as it possibly could be. But at the end of the day, the audio is what people are there for. They're there for the song. They're there because mm-hmm. it's clean, and they're there. That's why they're going to listen to it and watch it. Yeah. Most um, time when I watch a YouTube video, I am doing something else. <laughs> so yeah. so it, really, the sound like, is the more important part. I think we have time for, like, one more question. Yeah. Okay, go for it. Okay. Is, uh, yeah. is it okay if it's a double question? Um, no. no. No, go for it. Okay, okay. okay. <laughs> No. Um, okay. So, <clears throat> firstly, um, I'm a writer. I'm looking for illustrators here, like potential <laughs> illustrators. But secondly, um, I want to know about advertising. What would it take for me to like be out here next NecoCon and actually sell my book? Oh, what would it take? Have the book. A table. Yeah. yeah. One, have a product. <laughs> have a book. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah. It, it, there's there's so many ways to go about it. And mm. the thing is, the tough thing is, we could talk about that for hours. Uh, I mean, gotcha. there's a. You know, there's a risk for, you know, you've got to print the books, you've got to have a certain number of prints, and then you have to have a table which to sell it, and hopefully you have to have, um, well, ideally you would have a following. You know, that's why we're yeah. saying a, like a web show is great because it doesn't cost you anything but your time and the web space you have to buy and the, and the URL. And yeah. then what you would do is you would go and you would get your following and you go, okay, I'm going to print a book, and maybe they buy it online, and then maybe you'd go to a, a an actual con and sell so it. So do you think it will be harder to really get that kind of um, support if like no one knows you and you you know you just oh, kind of like this random guy out here at a con? Everyone starts with no one knowing them. Yeah. yeah. Just you got to get out there and promote, you know, Twitter, Reddit, all that good stuff. And I know is, Uncle Yo gave a, his book away once, right? Didn't you, didn't you have 10 books that you gave away over Twitter? And it was just to get the the name out there. Yeah, and that's uh, the thing. You just gotta. You know, everybody starts as a nobody, and you, no matter what it is you're doing, comics, web, audio, yeah. whatever. You know, you gotta just get yeah. yourself out there. R- real quick, uh, my, the greatest comic series I've ever read was called Against the Grain, and it was an independent comic that was given to me for free at C two E two, and it is about a little girl going through puberty. I am not the demo for this comic, <laughs> but. I got to stop doing that to the microphone. Uh, however, <laughs> uh, I cannot stop singing the praises of this comic. It is absolutely incredible. The art style is really cool. It's really imaginative. I've never read anything like this comic. It's called Against the Grain. And that person who created that 
has no idea that I go to conventions and sing the praises of it all the time. It had, and they definitely had no idea when they handed it to me for free. I don't, even, I don't think I even looked at them. I was like, all right, well, I threw it in my bag. <laughs> that it would have this effect on me that I would then share with as many people as possible because I feel like people should read this comic. So there's so many ways you can get your name out there. And basically, uh, I got to wrap everything up. So here comes the big right. speech. Uh, remember what your de- try to remember what your definition of success is. Uh, I mean, none of us have made a million dollars. None of us may have made $100,000. None of us have made $50,000. I mean, Uncle Yo sells uh, shirts and uh, DVDs, which you can check out in the dealer's room. We sell DVDs, which you can check out right after this panel. Uh, But we've never done it for the money. Uh, The reason I do this is because I know that talking to folks like you about something that I care about and something you care about is a very important thing. And the fact that I'm getting to talk to you guys about this and possibly making a big impact on what you later do once you leave this room is really important. And that is kind of my idea for success. Probably shouldn't talk for these guys <laughs> who think I'm going to pay them eventually. Uh, <laughs> but my idea of success is, is, is to just get out there and, you know, to, to, to make a difference. Um, so what we're going to do is, uh, so how much time we got? Are we, are we done, basically? Yeah. Seven minutes. Twelve fifty-three. Okay. So, really quickly, um, if you guys have a business card, please make sure you talk to us after the show. Uh, like I said, this is gonna we're gonna throw or, or talk to Chuck. That's my it's my manager. Uh, that's not her real hair. Uh, if you guys have a business card, like I said, we're going to throw this up on the web. Uh, and this is going to be available at plus2comedy.com and on Podbean and uh, iTunes, Stitcher, all that good stuff. Uh, and before this goes on, I will say uh, this episode of the Plus 2 Comedy Podcast is brought to you by, and I will read all your websites and everything and get your name out there. Because that's the purpose of this panel. It's to help you guys. So if you guys are an illustrator, a comic book, a web series, uh, if you do reviews, I'm sorry we didn't really talk about reviews, uh, please make sure you give us There's a... Mario a, uh, in the back probably does plumbing. Yeah, if you're a plumber, uh, if you sell the cleanest crystal meth, Heisenberg was here. That joke no, made there. sense a second ago. I see him. Uh, he approves this podcast. Yes. Uh, please get do that. Uh, we, we have panels all through uh, the convention. If you want to see all of us again, come to Ask a Supervillain. Uh, if you want to see our podcast, that's, uh, and then come to the right and after that. We're also doing the dating game. Uh, we have uh, the American Meme, which is Uncle Yo's stand-up. That's tonight. That'll be up at 10 o'clock. We'll be at Beyonder the Tentacler, which is the sequel to our fetish panel. Yeah, it's going to be fun. <laughs> so that'll be a good time. Uh, so, real quick, Underbelly. Underbellyshow.tv. Nice. Uncle Yo. Nice. You'll find me. You'll find him. Yeah. We are Plus Two Comedy. Thank you so much, NekuCom, for coming out. Go forth and create. Stop listening and create. <laughs> create all of the sand. dog park. We never did it. Ah, never, did it. Yeah. never did it. Hashtag sand.